All right, guys, welcome back to the second episode of the Boat Performance and Fitness Podcast. Here today, uh, I'm talking to Justin a little bit. What we're going to talk about today is just consistency, right? As we all know, when it comes to training, consistency is one of the most important pieces of it. And Justin does a really good job of staying consistent both inside and outside of the gym, which is what I know a lot of people struggle with is that consistency. So without further ado, Justin, how's everything going today, man? Going great, man. Looking forward to talking about this. I think it's a really cool topic. It's something I don't get to go into very much. Awesome, man. Uh, so yeah, let's just dive right into it then, right? We want to talk about consistency with training, right? Inside, outside the gym. Uh, kind of, what do you do to make sure that you stay consistent? Yeah, I think this is really important for a lot of people and something that I established a long time ago. So I think, <clears throat> number one, you have to recognize that it's got to be part of your lifestyle. Um, it can't just be something that you do on occasion or that you think you should get done at some point. It has to be built into your day so that you don't need motivation to go and do it. It's not a matter of like, I need to get myself up to go to the gym or to work out on a regular basis. It's, it's built into my schedule and it is always holding some sort of place within my daily schedule. So there's no thinking, there's no question as to whether I'm doing it or not. It's already built in there and I, and I have to do it, right? So that's number one is making it part of your lifestyle on a consistent basis, just like brushing your teeth, just like, you know, running kids around or going to work or doing other errands. Like you build in time to your day for training on a consistent basis, right? So that's number one. But the comment about brushing your teeth matters too, because the other element of it is you have to make it habitual, right? So the more that it becomes, the more conscious you have to be of thinking like, okay, I need to work out or I should work out. The easier it becomes when stress gets high or a lot of things are going on for things to get in the way and for you to say, you know what, it's just easier not to work out today. So it has to be habitual. And in creating habits, a couple of things that we can do to really make sure those things stick, right? Number one is have some sort of cue, right? So if your workout is first thing during the morning, or let's say it's at night, having some sort of cue that allows you to then initiate that habit loop of, okay, it's time to go work out, right? So first thing and more, maybe it's the night before leaving out your workout clothes, either by the door or in the kitchen, if you go to make coffee first, something so that you cannot ignore that cue of making sure it's like, oh, you know what? It's time to work out, right? My clothes are already ready. I'm already set. I'm ready to go. Same thing at night, right? Maybe it's okay. It's a long day. You know, I'm finally done for the day. It'd be a lot easier just to go and eat dinner and relax on the couch. But on your way out the door for work, you've already got your bag full of clothes by the door. So you grab your, your bag and you throw it on and it's like, okay, I'm going to the gym because I got my clothes. Or you change before you leave work, right? Those are just little suggestions. There's any infinite number of things that you could do, but having some sort of cue that initiates that habit behavior. It's like, okay, it's now time to work out. That keep that helps keep you on track so that there is no question, there is no opportunity for you to say, you know what, it's just too much today, like I just can't get myself up for the gym. Because when you rely on motivation, motivation will inevitably wax and wane. It'll go up and down, and there will be days where you're highly motivated to do it and days where you just can't get yourself to do it. When it becomes habitual, when it becomes part of your lifestyle, that is when it sticks, right? And then finally, having some sort of reward associated with that behavior. So you have your cue, the behavior is going to the gym, 
and then some sort of reward, whether it's intrinsic, whether it's something that is just, it feels good, you get a good feeling afterwards, or like you have some sort of uh, small, you know, reward that you, you know, do for yourself after the gym, something that allows you to reinforce the positivity of that behavior um, is super important because you want to walk out of there feeling good and you want to continue to reinforce for your brain and for your body and for yourself. This was a positive experience, right? And so I train every day in some capacity. But that's not everybody, right? That doesn't have to be everybody. So your goal should be to consistently find what can you build into your schedule? How can you build in that habit to allow yourself to get the number of daily exercise or the number of exercise uh, bouts per week that allows you to optimize your goals based on your schedule and the things that you're able to do? And so I think a lot of people overextend themselves at certain points, right? They try to go from zero or one day a week to, you know what, I'm going to train every single day, right? And a lot of times that just leads to the person unable to adopt that habit over the long Long haul, and so they get frustrated, they fall back off, and then before you know it, they're in a worse place than they were before. So I think it's about setting realistic goals, building that training regimen, building that workout regimen into your lifestyle and into your daily schedule so that it's no longer a thought, it's just something that you do. And then finally having that kind of habit loop where you have a cue set up in advance so that you're already cued to initiate that behavior of going to the gym or doing your workout. And then finally having some sort of reward that allows you to continue to reinforce that positive behavior. Um, I think those things are really important. And building that over time is what has allowed me to stay, stay so consistent. So I tell people all the time, it's like, I don't miss training ever. Like it just doesn't happen. Every single day I do something, right? And that has become so automated that it's just not even a question. It's like, I know during my day at some point, regardless of the time, regardless of anything going on, I'm going to find some time for training. And so I think part of the key to that is also understanding a couple other things. Number one, your workouts don't always need to be the same intensity. They don't always need to be the same length and duration. And something is better than nothing right? And so I think a lot of times like people get in a mindset of like, well, if I can't get to the gym today or I can't do the length of workout that I want to do, then it's not worth doing anything and I just miss, right? So one thing that I have always done and, and feel like I'm able to do well is if I'm in a situation where, you know, work gets crazy or schedule gets crazy or something comes up, I still find a way to get something in right? I find a way to get some amount of work done to check the box of having exercise on that day. And let's say that day I had a high intensity, longer session planned, but for whatever reason, whether it's work or maybe I'm, maybe I'm injured, maybe I'm dealing with some sort of injury. Um, I find a way to audible that and to get something else in that fits with my schedule and my capabilities on that day. And I simply rearrange the schedule the rest of the week to make sure that I fit in that high intensity day somewhere else. So all is not lost. I don't completely scrap the session. I find some way to continue to check the box of I did some sort of physical activity and exercise on that day. And then the other element of it is I think making sure that we're not um, always having to feel like we have to, you know, push the envelope every single day and do something high intensity, right? So like there are days that are more mentally taxing, right? Going to the gym, lifting heavy weights, doing something high intensity is a little bit more mentally taxing sometimes for some people. And some days you just don't have it in you to do all of those things. So 
maybe on a day where, you know what, I'm just not feeling my best physically and mentally and I don't have it in me to do something, you know, incredibly hard and challenging. That day, you sub something in for just a lower intensity activity, but you still check the box, right? So for me, that might be, if I'm already at work, that might be a circuit in the gym, but I'm not really having to do anything that's particularly hard work, right? It's it's more mindless. I'm getting a good sweat in. I'm moving through a lot of different exercises that move me through different planes of motion, but I'm not doing anything like sprinting or lifting heavy weights or anything like that. And that allows me to still get my daily activity and my daily exercise, but I'm not doing something that um, kind of pushes the limit of what I'm capable of that day. And then I save that for a day where, you know what, I am in a ready state where it's like, hey, I'm ready to go get after it, right? And so you find a way to continually uh, continue to check the box and maintain the habit on a daily basis or a weekly basis if that's what you're going for, knowing that it's okay to audible from time to time, knowing that it's okay to change the plan as long as you're still finding a way to check that box and maintain your consistency with that habit and not beating yourself up for it because there will always be another day to get in that higher intensity session. Or, you know, if it's a matter of going to the gym, there will always be a day to go to the gym, but maybe that day, the best thing for you to do is go for a really long walk outside, especially Mm -hmm. with the nice, the weather coming out nice, right? Maybe you just need that mental release and maybe you need something that's a little bit less intense, right? But you've still done the, the, You've still hit that habit each day as opposed to saying, you know what? I couldn't get to the gym today, so I'm just going to go kind of sit on the couch and watch TV because yeah. it's not worth doing anything, right? And that's how you maintain consistency Consistency over time. It's about finding ways to check the box, maintain that habit loop, and always being able to say, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not going to beat myself up because I didn't totally skip it. I was able to find something that fit like my schedule my readiness and my uh preparedness on that day yeah man i totally agree you touched on a lot of really good topics there like when it comes down to it there's what i like to do personally for myself is i like to set minimum amounts of times that i like to work out right so for me i know if it's a really busy week i have my minimum weekly training amount is at least three times right Amongst those three times, I can go walk, I can do other exercise, I can train more that week, but I know for me personally, it's three times a week, that's the minimum amount I always want to hit, and that way I know for me that it's always set. I always try and look in advance and say, okay, looking at my week, kind of see what my schedule brings that week, uh, and kind of trying to almost place my exercise time, right? My time to train. Like I know a lot of our clients like to book a month out. That way they know every Monday and Wednesday at 8 a.m. they have a session. And that tends to help a lot of people, which is really good, right? But again, it's just, it's finding a way to be consistent, finding a way to make it a habit. Once you hop off that habit, it's always harder to get back on again. Uh, but when, kind of once you fall right back into it again, it's real easy. It's the consistency is probably the biggest point. But I'll, I'll say one thing on that too, and that's where a lot of people also struggle. It's like they they miss one time, right, or they mm-hmm. miss two times, and all of a sudden that ball gets rolling, and they're like, "Oh, it's so hard to get back on it." Like I just, you know, I, I missed. So what's the point, right? And yeah. they almost create this like learned helplessness kind of concept where it's like, "Well, I missed one session, so now I'm off my habit, so mm-hmm. I might as well just stop," right? Yeah. And but the key is 
is just get right back on it, right? It's like mm-hmm. if I, if I for whatever reason, I can't get any training and maybe I'm traveling one day and I'm literally spending the whole day in airports and there's just no way that I'm going to get a real workout in, right? It's like, okay, that, that happened, right? I almost never miss. I did my very best. There was just no possibility that realistically I could do a workout that day. You know what? I'm just going to get up tomorrow morning and I'm going to start my workout, right? It's like, I go right right back back to to it, it, right? And so that's okay. Like maybe one day you, you have yourself scheduled for weeks in advance. You're on for that day. And all of a sudden something comes up with the kids or something comes up at work. And like, it is just impossible for you to get it done that day. And it's like, okay, schedule for tomorrow. Right. Perfect. It's like yeah. the net, very next opportunity that you have, get right back onto that habit and don't let it continue to fester because it's not the end of the world, mm-hmm. right? That next day is going to come and you can be right back on schedule really easily. Yeah, man. That, I totally agree. Getting right back on it. That's, that's the best piece of it. That's the best thing you can do. But okay, that leads us right into the next uh, portion of this talk is you're in an airport, right? You're on vacation. You don't really have a ton of equipment. What do you do to make sure that you can achieve those workouts. Like I know some people struggle to find time or space. I know that's a big thing that we've talked about before in the past. Like there's always space, but people think they never have enough room or equipment. Like what are some things and tips and tricks that people can take away saying, Oh, you know what? I can build a workout for a half hour. You know, if I'm on vacation with no equipment or something or yeah, what are some of the, some of the things that you do for that? Yeah, no, I think one of the biggest things um, with that subject is having options and realizing the potential around you, right? So I think one of the things that the pandemic did was show a lot of people, myself included, kind of a good reminder of how much can be done with minimal equipment and with just your body weight and even just getting outside, right? So number one, like when you're traveling, when you can't get to the gym, when you're away for long periods of time, maybe you're home because you can't, you know, go out for whatever reason, right? People get sick and like they're they're feeling better, but they still can't go back to what they want to do. Or maybe the kids are keeping you at home, right? All those situations arise and you may not have access to much equipment, right? So a couple things that I always keep in mind. Number one, you don't have to, again, train every day. So I'm going to Italy at the end of the month, right? Monica and I love to travel. Uh, we travel like multiple times a year for long periods of time. So when we leave, like I'm still going to work out, but I don't need to do it every single day, right? I don't need to build it into the exact same routine I have when I'm home and I don't expect to, and that's okay. I'm going to enjoy my vacation, but I do not want to go 10 days without doing anything, right? So I want to to get some work in while I'm there. So a couple things that I'm going to do. Number one, I'm going to pack a little bit of equipment that is no weight and that requires very little space to utilize a resistance band and a jump rope for me. Those are two things that I go to a lot. It doesn't have to be those two things. You could use anything that you like. You could even use your literal backpack that you traveled with as a weight, right? So part of it is creativity and part of it is realizing that everything around you presents an opportunity to utilize it for equipment or for Mm -hmm. that, right? The other thing is realizing how much you can do with your own body weight, right? So um, one of the workouts on Saturday that we did a couple weeks ago was uh, one plus one half dumbbell bench press and goblet squats, right? So a lot of people came in lifting much lighter weight than they usually do and then came in later and were like, wow, I was sore. Like that was a really good workout. Well, they didn't need as much weight because we manipulated tempo. We manipulated the range of motion. We did a one plus one half, which for those listening is go all the way down, halfway back up, 
all the way back down and then all the way up and that's one rep, right? So you're doubling the amount of time under tension. You're working in ranges of motion where it's more challenging during that exercise and you can do the same thing with your body weight. So you can do a push-up or a hands elevated push-up, one plus one half. You could do a goblet squat with a backpack. You could do a split squat, one plus one half, right? You could do a backpack deadlift, right? Mm-hmm. You can do all of those things with pauses, slowing on the way down. You could do one plus one half. All of those things increase the intensity of an exercise with minimal load and can actually make it very challenging even without using any equipment, just with your body weight, right? So that's one. Understanding how to manipulate the tempo and the range of motion to make the exercise more intense without load, okay? Number two, utilizing time, right? So you can put together a pairing or a triplet of exercise where you do two to three exercises in a row without any rest. And basically what you do is you put like a density block together. So you Mm -hmm. put a certain amount of time on the clock, right? 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And you say, how many rounds of these exercises can I get done within that small period of time? Mm -hmm. And so now it's not, okay, I'm going to do three sets of 10. It's I have 15 to 20 minutes on the clock. I'm going to do squats, push-ups, and an ab exercise. And I'm going to see how many of those three exercises I can do in 15 to 20 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to count the number of rounds I did, and then I'm going to track that over time, and I'm going to see if I can beat it next time I'm on vacation. Yeah, that's perfect. So, like, you you just pushed yourself to increase the intensity. You're going to get a little bit more of, like, a sweat and a cardiovascular kind of effect, but you're also working strength training, right? Because you're accumulating a good amount of volume. Um, Other things that work tend to work really well is things like kind of dynamic movements, right? So I mentioned jump rope. If you don't have a jump rope or you don't like jumping a lot, there are many options, right? And our warm-ups will use like high knee running. We'll Mm -hmm. use skipping, right? We'll use jumping jacks. We'll use sometimes in the the group workouts, we'll use like hide-ins, like small side-to-side skater jumps or box blasts, right? If you have a step, you can do like a mini box blast in your hotel room or whatever it is, or maybe an Airbnb. So it's like finding the things around you that allow you to move with some speed, right? With some Mm. velocity, because that's going to get your heart rate up. It's going to increase the amount of energy you're expending, right? And that's going to also help you get a good workout in a really short period of time. So I'll use those kind of things either as a circuit, as I mentioned before, or with intervals. So like working on a clock where I'm going to do 30 seconds of jump rope and 30 seconds of rest or 30 seconds of jump rope. Um, for me, maybe some explosive pushups for somebody else could just be hands elevated pushups. And then I rest 30 seconds and I repeat that for a certain number of rounds, right? So that's another good one. Understanding all of the core exercises that we teach, many of them don't require any equipment, right? Yeah. Wall press, dead bugs, cross body mountain climbers, plank variations, Hollow right? body holes. Yeah, we could just yeah, like, what we were talking about yesterday, bridge, right? Yeah, planks, anything, yeah. So there's anything. so many options there that don't require any equipment and only the space needed for your own body in space, yeah. right? And you could put those together and get a great ab circuit in and perform a lot of work that way. So those can all be done in really small spaces. We joke about it, right? Like, I'll do change of direction work in a six foot space mm-hmm. but it's just understanding okay i'm not going to do like big open things that require a lot of movement side to side i'm going to work on some of the principles within a very small space and, and address those things right so those are things that i like to do um, and as i said like the clock is your best friend so i love using intervals i love using density sets and i love using pyramid sets so like mm. working from a, a low number of reps to high and back to low or just high to low so let's say you started with like 10 squats 
10 push-ups and 10 cross-body mountain climbers. Again, it's just something that's on my head, right? So you do those three exercises. You do 10 of each of those. Then you do nine. Then you do eight. Then you do seven, right? And you work your way down the pyramid and then you try to work your way back up. And you've just done a lot of work in a very short period of time. You're going to have a really high elevated heart rate. You're going to have worked your entire body, muscles of your entire body. You're going to get a good sweat in and you're going to feel a lot better. Yeah. And then finally, I would say looking at the world around you and realizing that not again not every workout has to be of high intensity right so like going for a really long walk right or going and hiking if you're in a place where you can hike or exploring the city and instead of taking an uber and you know driving you're going to walk around the city like first mm-hmm. time we were in rome we did uh i think over thirty thousand steps and like 19 miles of walking just Jeez. in a day just exploring rome and like we didn't even realize we were going to do it it was just like oh we want to go see this and then this but before yeah. you know it, we're like wow we're really far away from the airbnb like we got to walk back and when so, it gets stuck too far away, and you're like, Damn, kind of, how yeah. did I do this? To <laughs> yeah, no, we, we Curiosity walked, got the best of us this time. We walked <laughs> really, really far. Like we we walked on a kind of a sketchy road too. There wasn't really a sidewalk or anything. We're like, this is our only <laughs> way back. But there's no like, we didn't have like Uber to go get. So, <laughs> so we walked a lot. But like that was that was my exercise for that day, and we mm-hmm. stayed very active, even though we were just sightseeing, right? And it's like I didn't need to do a big long workout after that. I got a good amount of work in. If I had wanted to, I could bought out my band and my jump rope and done about 15 to 20 minutes of something. Um, I remember one night we were in uh, Trastevere in Rome. Monica was like, all right, I'm going to take a nap before dinner. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go do, uh, you know, 15 rounds of jump rope. Mm-hmm. And there's 30, 30 jump rope for 15 minutes. And there's my workout in addition to my walk. Right. So it's like yeah. finding little pockets of time, even 15 to 20 at most 30 minutes while you're traveling, while you're with your family to say, you know what, I'm going to move and I'm going to keep the habit and I'm going to stay consistent and I'm going to find opportunities around me with my body weight and with minimal equipment, manipulating time intervals, creating what we call density sets, right? As we said, um, and even like challenging myself with certain numbers, right? Like I want to accumulate a hundred squats, a hundred pushups and a hundred jumping jacks. Yeah. Let's see how fast I can do it. Break it up however you want. And that's the thing too. You said like 15 minutes, that's your workout for the day. You walked all day, did a 15 minute workout. Like it doesn't have to be a full hour. I think that when everybody comes in, it's like, okay, yes, we do hour sessions here, but it doesn't always have to be in the hour, right? What kind of pocket of time do you have? Cool. You're really busy that day, but you have 10 minutes to go and do something. Hey, there's 10 minutes are a ton better than having not being able to do anything that day, right? So just take advantage of what kind of time you have. And that's, that's one of the biggest things I would tell people to take away from this, which is like find a way to check the box, right? Mm. Do something rather than nothing because it's always more valuable than doing nothing because when you do nothing, right? If you had it planned and you don't do anything, not only did you not do it, but it also feels kind of defeating, right? It's like, "Ah, I didn't do anything. I just didn't get it done. But if you do something, even if it's not the full thing, you got a great amount out of that. You still stepped up against all odds, right? Life was probably getting in the way in a million different ways and you still got it done. You still showed up, right? And that's so like, I'll share a quick story to finish up. Like, you know, I'm trying to build in the habit of meditation every day right now. And that's Mm -hmm. for me, that's been something that's really hard to do. So I'm working on that. I'm five days straight through and I'm going to continue it. But like I've gone long periods of time and fallen off the wagon on that before. But it's very important for me in terms of like my mental clarity, mental health, and also um, kind of my you know ability to think clearly throughout the day and have creative thoughts to be able to do that once a day. 
And the biggest thing for me has been, well, I don't have 10 full minutes in the past, right? It's like, I don't, I don't have time to get 10 full minutes. And so I guess I'm just not going to screw it. Like, it's just not going to happen. And then Mm. I fall off, right? What I found that really works is if I don't have my 10 full minutes, right? And I set my, I set my daily routine, I set my habit loop and I go for it. But if I don't have 10 full minutes, it's still better to get three minutes. It's still better to get five minutes, right? Mm -hmm. It's better to get some version of that practice every single day because it keeps the habit of, of executing it and saying to myself, you know what? Time, time was kind of constrained today. I was really stressed. It would have been really easy to fall off but I still did it. Right. And I was able to audible and find a way to get it done. Even though it wasn't the full thing, it's the same thing with working out. You don't need an hour. You don't need an hour and a half. You don't even need 45 to 30 minutes. If 15 minutes is what you have, if 20 minutes is what you have, if 10 minutes is what you have, use that time, check the box and find some way that you can be creative and do something that you enjoy doing within that small time frame, using the kind of the ideas that we just talked about. Yeah, and if you're checking the box every single day, then all of a sudden, boom, you have two hours in that day, right? Now it opens it up to, okay, I have a lot more time to get done some of the bigger stuff that I want to get done. And then that's when you can kind of fit in those more high-intensity days, kind of bringing it all the way back around, right? We want to do something seven days a week. It's not a workout. It's not a hard workout every day. It's kind of pacing yourself, seeing how you feel on that day. But at the end of the day, just like we talk about all the time here, consistency is key. That's the biggest piece of this is consistency is key find the way to do something as many days of the week as possible try and set some sort of minimum for yourself uh and yeah and i think we can drive a lot of success both inside and outside the gym then yeah i think people undervalue uh just their movement on a daily basis too Mm -hmm. so like it doesn't have to be a hard workout right like there's something to getting you know, 10, the quote unquote, 10,000 steps a day. It doesn't have to be 10,000 steps a day, but if you're, if the allotment of your movement is moving from your house to your car, back to your house, right? Let's say like you work a job where you're sitting at a computer all day long, mm-hmm. you're driving to and from work. You sit on the couch when you get home, right? Those are situations where like, you're not moving very much. You're not expending many calories. And I think in today's society, we just don't move as much as we should. So it doesn't have to be a trip to the gym every day. It doesn't have to be a hard workout every day. You get those, you know, two to three, maybe if you're really pushing it four high intensity days of the week, everything else should be about you finding ways to do something that is as simple as going for a long walk with your spouse, going for a mm-hmm. long walk with your kids, right? Especially with the weather getting nice. The dog, a, you know? Yeah, the dog, yeah. right? Take the dog <laughs> for a walk. It's it's a really beneficial thing. So build in that time to go do that for both your, your mental health as well as your physical health because that adds up, right? You start taking more steps a day. All of a sudden now you're also getting outside. You're getting exposed to the sun. You're having some time to think to yourself so your, your thoughts get more clear. You sleep better. You make better food choices. Now all of a sudden like you don't have to worry about being as restrictive with your food because you're also expending more energy on a daily mm-hmm. basis. People undervalue how powerful that can be. So don't feel like you have to always be pushing the throttle. Get some sort of movement in on a daily basis and, and build that into your your uh, daily schedule as well, where it's like, you know what, maybe I'm not going to the gym today, but I'm going to take the dog and the kids and we're just going to go out for a nice walk. Right? 100%, That's man. super powerful. Cool. Uh, well, I think that just about wraps it up for episode number two here. Justin, any final notes to leave our Bolt family on? <laughs> no, that was, that was uh, good, man. It was good talking to you, and I, I hope this was valuable for uh, everybody. If anyone ever has questions, feel free to come and uh, talk to me because I'm happy to share.
Yeah, as always, man, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. If you got any questions, let us know. Let us know. Have a great rest of your day, guys.